Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes and Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, episode 58, the running podcast for the average runner. Pretty big show this week, loads to talk about. Uh, there's only three of us on the chat at the moment. Not sure. Wooly's back. Yeah. Wooly's back. <laughs> Got stuck up the coast last weekend, and if anyone Buddy. in uh, Queensland knows the Sunshine Coast traffic yeah. coming home, oh, kept checking the maps. It was like over two hours. I was like, nah, man, we're just not going to make it. Yeah. Even even when the traffic dropped, it still took us like an hour thirty to get home. It's just it's a forty minute drive when there's no traffic. It just sucks. Yeah, but we've uh, it's myself, Wooly, the mountain goat Nathan Barden, yep, and uh, the Spartan Sparling in yeah. session. Hey, in regards to that traffic, I heard something on the radio that's the one of the worst roads. This is the second worst road. I think Hamilton Road at Chermside, but the highway between Caboolture and the Landsborough turnoff at Caloundra there, they said that there yeah. hasn't been an open road without any roadworks for 17 years. Oh, it's ridiculous, man. So between there and there, that 40K, there's always been some sort of roadworks for the last 17 years. How's that? Because what they should have done is just built four lanes all the way now what they did went from two lanes, then they gone to three lanes, and they're like, oh no, now we do need four lanes. So they put four lanes in some of it up Silly. by what was the Omega pub. Yeah. And then like, they're now going to have to rebuild bridges so, so they can get bloody the lanes in. And then you go from three lanes down to two at Caboolture because then they then add another lane so you can go off the Dagula Highway. Like, yeah. It's just absolutely bad planning. Real yeah. bad. But yeah, Sunday is the worst day to come home, Steve. You got you got shocking, um, eh? you got stuck. Shocking. But um, you know yeah, we've got a couple of shout outs we should get out the way. Yeah, early let's talk on. running. Talk some running. Next Saturday, which is April first, if we get enough numbers, so um shoot us a message on Insta or whatever, we're gonna do a sub twenty attempt at North Lakes Park Run. If we get a few of us keen, we'll run that on the Saturday, and then on the 2nd of April, which is the Sunday, we've got the Bush Turkey Track Club and the Moreton Bay Roadrunners 10K time trial. Now, it starts at 6 a.m. It's at Sutton's Beach, and um, there's a barbecue after. Uh, there's a, they're asking for small donations to support a local lad, William, who's suffered a stroke, and um, Clive Gross, has sent us a message. He said, everyone's welcome, but there'll be plenty of people under uh, 40 minutes. So if you're looking to run a quick 10K yeah. time trial, it's on a flat course with, um, you know, be a good good crew. I'm going to be there. I'm going to have an all-out effort, see what I've got in me. Yeah. Do you, sure reckon, you reckon you go under pretty easy? No. Oh, under, I reckon I'll run 36-something. Yeah, Clive reckons a heap of people would be under 40, so you'd be in a pretty good group, I reckon. Yeah, should be able to just jump in a pack and dig in. Yeah. I'm keen to see if I can go sub-20 again for park run. I know North Lake's a little bit short, but uh, what was I, 20, 38? Uh, then Strava stole a second or two off me, uh, taxed me. Um, but, yeah, it was like uh, compared to the week last week, it was terrible. It was so hot. It was 21, 30. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah. I must say, um, I run on Saturday at North Lakes with uh, Ben Merlin and his son, Oscar. And we were like <laughs> cruising around, chatting away and stuff. And on the last lap, we come over the bridge and, you know, where it turns left and you sort of go down that hill. Yeah. We're just chatting away. You get to the bottom of the hill there. And um, I, I don't know how he didn't stand on it, but Ben Merlin just jumped six foot in the air. There's a huge snake trying to cross the path. I don't know oh, how we well. didn't hit it, but yeah, we all just like absolutely it scared the shit out of us. Far out, another snake incident. Crazy yeah. how many snakes we just keep bumping into. Mate, I, I run all around here in the countryside. I went did 10k on the trail on Friday night, and I'll never see a snake. I've only seen one ever. <laughs> and you got we see more in suburbia. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they're just coming out of the bushes and stuff across the, the pathways, eh? Yeah, it was trying to cross the path to get near the water. And yeah. it just, like, as Ben jumped over, it kind of did a spin in the air and then went back into the bush. Do you know what I thought that snake, was? Why did the snake cross the road? Uh, why? No, I, I don't know, mate. <laughs> ben trying to trip Ben Mellon up, that's what it was doing. Yeah. Do you know what sort it was, Steve? It was similar to your one that you, you uh, see. Man, I didn't really get a good look at it, but I was a bigger one. I reckon right? it was a, it had a snake bit snake of green in it, so it was probably just a tree snake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was skinny. Tree snake. But yeah, it was. Um, He's scared nice. now of every stick over like a foot long. Yeah. 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 So hot, though, wasn't it? Like just every time you just end up drenched by the time you finished. Yeah. Today's the same. Yeah. They're saying that the nights are cool, but it's so humid still. Mm. What's going on? Oh, no. Fuck them. It rained last night a lot, didn't it? Fucking yeah. big storm just come through. So, yeah. I mean, it's humid today, but yeah, yeah, I just couldn't make it. Yeah, cool. Good. <clears throat> Continuing with the shout outs, because we've got a few today. Local legend this week goes to a former Brisbane runner. He's a former strider, Lewis Purcell. Um, he ran the Seoul Marathon in 2.39.33, which is just a, such a great run. He lives in Singapore, so he's kind of been training in the brutal heat. And, um, yeah, so that was, uh, I think, what, what did he say, six degrees over there? Yeah. 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 Went from one extreme to the other, and he just nailed one. So when so, he first got to there, to the Seoul, was it? Is it a Seoul yeah. Marathon? So when he yeah. first got there, it said the feels like, is minus five and he goes, I felt every part of minus five in whatever gear he was wearing. He's still cold as. So yeah, he got there a few days early and did a bit of a, a bit of a training run, a bit of tapering. And then to run that, I think it was only three degrees at the start of the marathon. So that's oh, cold. Yeah. It's hard in it to kit for that because you got to wear like say sleeves or long sleeve top and you got to ditch the top. How do you, how does the, how would the weather change affect his running? Like he's he's training Muscles. in like thirty degrees and you know ninety percent humidity all the time, and then going to that with no humidity. I don't know. Be a bit dry. I reckon you'd be a bit. You'd be a bit dry on the throat. Maybe. Um, yeah. I think just getting your muscles warm. Because it's not a seasonal change. It'd just be an instant thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's not your body doesn't adapt or anything. It's just yeah. Instant. Like how do you when you're at the start line? Like your bloody teeth would be chattering, wouldn't they? Like. <laughs> You're going yeah. from oh, it's being... just cold, three degrees. Yeah. 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 What a phenomenal run though, eh? Jeez. Great run. Oh, I no. think you can go quicker too, but it's like he was in such great shape in when he was living in Brisbane before he um 
moved to Singapore, but every marathon he did either got cancelled through COVID yeah. or it was like the last one I think he did was the Sunshine Coast and it was actually run in like summer. <laughs> Can't remember when it, what, what month it was in, but it, it was people just dropping like flies and I, he, I, he didn't even finish that one. Yeah. I felt so bad for him because he was just running so well. And then yeah, just every time got the event ripped away from him. So well done, Lewis. You um you nailed one. Yeah. And in close second place, we've got to um give a shout out to Andy Day, who um took yeah. 25 minutes off his own course record at the Noosa Ultra Trail. Crazy. Just phenomenal um, runner, really. 100K in was it nine hours, nine minutes? Yeah. 25 minute PB from last year with he set the time last year. So that's pretty cool. And in Wonder, brutal conditions. So uh, a lot of people suffered hey, yesterday. We were, we were talking just off air beforehand, Nathan, and the same conditions last year. Eh? It was so humid and hot early in the day. Yeah. And you just, you got to that checkpoint where Steve and Matilda were and you chucked. And that was just from the heat. Eh? Yeah. You just body just trying to adapt to it everything oh, just yeah i don't know i just i did a lot of gels and i had that fruit and just puked that fruit up but it, it was, was, I think it, was it was but we got some cloud cover early um and so i think that really helped um do you reckon today, it was hotter but, this yeah, year i, think, I reckon it was hotter yeah. this year um and i was just um i think it was like it worked out it was like a week later wasn't it as well mm. yeah last year than now um i just thought that it was probably a little bit, little bit warmer yesterday than the year before. It was still really humid. If you watched the video, Return to the Ultra on YouTube of mine, like I'm sweating at the start, like really, you know, when you get into it. But um, I, th- I think it did cool. It, yeah, it didn't seem too bad. The but I was thinking I was sat here like yesterday, like it was like 10 a.m. going, oh, they'll still be running, and that'll be like it's mm. really, it was really roasting, wasn't it? So yeah, I felt. I felt from, I think that these are, I think, you know, like it's still like Brisbane trail marathon runs uh, at the end of April, which is sort of like into you. It's still going to be humid and hot then. Cause I remember last year it was, cause it ran even a bit later. It ran into May, didn't it? Cause of the, cause of the weather. Yeah. But, um, they start at like 6am, but these races were all starting at like 7am, you know, I mean, 7 you know? Yeah. it's like it's getting on then. And uh, you're not, I don't understand why are they starting so late when you can still see it like 5 30. Why don't they say 5 30 kickoff? Well, what? I think they should be running, and they shouldn't even start at the end of March. It's too hot to be running yeah. these events, you know. And you got a lot of people suffering, dropping out. Um, you know, like if the, what happens if you, you're you planning for your electrolytes and you don't got enough? And I remember some of those water stops, there wasn't any electrolyte, so yeah. it's like. You know what? Do, if you haven't got your own stuff, you're, you're stuffed. And then all the coke, I was looking for coke at the 40k check mark, and the the 80k course people had taken it for their checkpoint. Um, you know, so yeah, it's just maybe a bit too a bit too warm. Um, yeah, so that's, that's one. I'm that's why they don't just move them back well. a bit. Yeah, move them back I mean, a couple like, of months. Yeah, I think because the running calendar will just start to double up. Like yeah, Andina and Noosa are all the same weekend, same day. I think, but yeah. um. But I think if they push it back further, then you're going to get into the, like Nathan saying the Brisbane Trail Ultra, and then you got the Guzzler, and I think yeah, they're just yeah, too close it. to each other for everyone to do the events if they're going to do more than one or two. So and then the road marathons get more people wanting to do them than the yeah. trail ones. And if you were like, if you were yeah, more of a 
a road runner and you thought, oh, I might try a trail race, you're probably going to go, well, my preference would be the road. Yeah, one don't want to ruin your prep. So, yeah. so, yeah, you don't want to ruin your, like you say, ruin your prep, so you go for that one. Um yeah, so it does make it it does make it difficult when to put it, and uh, you're gonna you you have to know now it's so busy the running calendar that you are gonna end up there's gonna be double ups. But I mean, yeah, but still we got to think about that will put a lot of people off for going it next year. I think mm. it's just too hot and brutal, and you know, like yeah. Paul Gourlay, I hope we don't mind me mentioning him. He he did suffer from about twenty nine k onwards. Thought his race was done, and he was doing the eighty k, and yeah. Um, yeah. just the heat. I've been a Scotsman as well. I reckon it would have been a yeah. little bit uncomfortable, but yeah. Well, we were, we were talking off air about Paul and like Hitman. He had the greatest prep ever. Yeah. Like probably potentially could have won the race and just. Was he up there in the lead with them at the start? Oh, I'd say so. You okay, know, I'm he'd guessing be you would have been running quickest, with the pack. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be one of the quicker guys there. And for, so for, and he's a running coach. He's smart, really smart guy. Knows exactly what he's doing. For, and for him to blow to bits. It yeah. just goes to show that yeah, oh, it's just from, from the from the looks of it, it. Potentially, I think he said he almost quit four times, but every time he'd call Alice, his partner, he like, oh, I'm done. And I think just that little walk because his splits dropped down to nine or ten minutes yeah. on that on yeah. those occasions. He's gone. Oh, I'll give it another crack and see how far I can go. Um, and then at the end, he was just happy yourself. to make the finish line. Eh? So yeah, yeah. it's hard yeah. when you told yourself, "Oh, I'm done," and I'll now keep going, and, and your mind's in that limbo. So I just give up so I keep going. And I'm glad for him that he, he did finish and he wasn't a DNF. It adds character to yeah. you. There's extra miles in the legs. There's something to learn from, um, you know, yeah. with conditioning and that. But you don't want to do yourself an injury and, like, mess your kidneys up or something. But Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a guy I follow on um, Instagram. His name's Ben Lavery. Ben's Big Adventure is his um, Instagram page. You should check yeah. him out. He did the Yandina yeah. yeah and um he like cooked it and he ended up in hospital man he was Jeez. like i was checking his instagram he's got like photos of him you know literally on in hospital drip. bed with just all sorts You're strapped to him and yeah looked looked really really ill like it just makes you wonder about the <laughs> whether it just is blatantly too hot to do these i remember where i did the events. Well, I do Logan Marathon last year. And I think I might do that again. I'll see how I feel. I think that's not a bad little little race. Mm. Um, and that was getting pretty warm. Yeah, yeah. I remember the morning going, oh, it's nice. It's cool. But I thought, right, I'll just start in a singlet. Um, and, uh, yeah, it wasn't long before it really heated up. And I was glad to finish when I did. I think that was a 6 a.m. start again as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was late in the year, though, wasn't it? That was, that was quite cool. Yeah, yeah, it was still cool. Yeah. yeah, that's that's getting yeah. hot. So mid morning, by the time you're finishing, that's pretty hot. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple of really good stories out of that. Um, the Noosa Trail Ultra though. I follow a girl on Strava. There's a lot of run with Rob people that have found us through the podcast. I think one of them, her name is Katie McLean. I started following her. She must have done a a 12 week training block. And I think Rob coached her. So she, he's, he's obviously written out um, some sort of training program for her. And her week's just training week 10, training week 11, and then race week, obviously, taper. But going back a few weeks, her and Paul Goulet passed each other at um, out at Bullocky's Rest. And I think a couple of days before that, she was out my way at work doing the Sanford conservation from Bunyaville, going all the way out to Camp Mountain and back. 
and she's flying. She's doing like five minute, low five minute pace on trail, like a combined pace all up. And out at um out at Bullocky, she was like running like four like four fifty to five minute pace on there for like a you know you know ten or so k's. And that's not that's not stuffing around. She's flying. She did it on the weekend. Um, she got four hours forty three minutes for the fifty k. So Thank quick, you. eh? What time? Four hours and 43 minutes. She got yeah, good. first in her age category for both male and female, and she got fifth overall female. And we were saying last year when we were there, Beth McKenzie was the first female across the line. And I think yeah. from memory, she was around that four hours, 13 or 14 behind um, Daniel. Yeah. They haven't so, posted the uh, results. Doesn't seem, can't seem to find the results. But yeah, and she uh, said um, during some comment, she had a Steve special one kilometer from the finish line when she got back to the the concrete on the bitumen and whatever, and took a whole kneecap off. Survived all the crazy other one, but it's, it looks like a pretty hairy sort of graze. It was all bloody at the time, so I don't know how it's cleaned up. But she commented on the in the comments saying that our podcast got her through the middle section of the course at some stage during that run. Um, so that's pretty cool. She gave us a shout out in the comments. So she said, yeah. another person that listens to the, the podcast had a good race and used us as a bit of motivation. Good on you, Katie. Legend. Great yeah. result. Had um Rob run up there as well, didn't he? Yep. Run what was his Rob. time again? Six hours, 19 minutes. Yep. Bloody another good run from Rob. Huge um, run with Rob crew out there. Yeah. Lots of supporters as well. Yeah. So yeah. they all go and sort of support each other. Nick Woolett did it again, um, yeah. Nathan. Shout yeah. out to uh, my mate Nick. Uh, well done yesterday, mate. I think he was a bit uh, a bit slower than last year. Just as he said the heat was pretty uh, grueling. So, uh, yeah, yeah I think you, everyone suffered. You guys that. run yeah. were passing each other backwards and forwards last year on well, your I see him trail. off his yellow shorts. I knew it was him. So I was chasing him. I got him in the woods at the end and then my sugar just bumped and I couldn't even go with him when he caught me back up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it just shows you how how things can affect you, you know, whether it's your diabetes or the heat or whatever else. But yeah. I did actually come to New South Ultra Trail. I said, "Oh, um, don't have you a lot of feeds." People have been saying it was too hot, and uh, yeah, like a different time of year would be good. At, would be maybe to be considered. And they said, "Yeah, it was very warm." They have to uh, keep in mind other races on the calendar as well, but it's something they're going to discuss in their debrief. Yeah. So, yeah. Good man. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. So with, with that one in the Andina, five O's, that, that's only their second year for both of them, eh? Oh, I, I think know. Andina had been going a year before, so Noosa, that was their second year. I think Andina was the first one last year as well. So that's oh, only okay. two years in a row that both of them have been running. So that's yeah. they're both very new sort of ultras. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Andina one's about double the elevation over 50. It's around 16 or 1700 it's a meters. Lot of elevation. Yeah, I yeah. know someone commented last year that the uh, trails were really treacherous because it was like because of the rain we'd had, were pretty yeah. riveted out and it was really like um, a hard trail. And Noosa is really quite a nice trail. The 50 it's yeah. pretty good. Uh, yeah. it, it, you know, it's a little more dusty, sandy than. Uh, it's not that technical um, or runnable. It's fair, yeah, it's a fair bit of road. The only real big hill is that, yeah, I mean, if you're really fit, real, you know, in the top three guys, you would have run the whole thing. I mean, you ran it with me, didn't you, Steve? 
um, and saw that hill. Um, and the rest of it, there was one, there's one at about like 12, 16K, I think, or 10K. You had a like pretty that. big climb to that um, checkpoint where you vomited. That was quite and a big, to, long yeah, climb. Long, long climb. And then you had to get that other one after. There's a, sh- a steep pinch after that and then back yeah. down. Actually, it was harder going down. The grass, up. that grass hill. Yeah, yeah. slippery. Does it have a fast finish, Nath? That was it faster finish than the than the first half? Yeah, because it's because you get to that thirty eight K mark where I saw you and basically then it's just all like Downhill. single trail, sort of you're just dodging a few trees and jumping under things, but it's really nice. If you watch on the video, you watch it's really it was a really nice and the yeah. last eight K goes through that little bit of forest and then you're on the road. Yeah. And so it is fa- it's flat and fast. The last 10K, 15K of that race is pretty flat and fast, yeah. So Yeah, because I think uh, on the website, it actually promotes it as the most runnable trail ultra in mm, Australia. So Yeah, and so, I like that. I mean, I mean, people go, oh, yeah, it's the hardest, you know, they, they advertise, oh, the hardest trail. Yeah, but, like, it's a running race, not like a hiking race. So I know yeah. that you're going to get some hills you need to walk on. But, like, I don't know what, what would drive you to go to make it harder for people yeah. you know like oh, you want to make it more enjoyable who cares if they do it in you know like a f- a four hours or they do it in eight hours you just want them to enjoy it and not cook themselves and not break a yep. kneecap and trip over crap um so yeah like um it should be fun um that's what i said to someone on friday they were saying oh they're running it i said yeah just like you know mate just enjoy it though you know don't push yourself so hard if unless you want to win um, yep. And I actually had someone uh, uh, message me who'd watched the video and they, I don't know, they were, I'd never met before. They messaged me and said, oh, I just want to say thanks for the video it was great. And uh, <laughs> they were, they were doing the 50 this weekend. And yeah. I asked if I was going, I said, oh no, I'm not doing it this year. Cause it ends up being about a thousand dollar weekend with paying for the race, two nights in Noosa uh, yeah. and everything else. Um pretty and, cool though. Um, i just said yeah just like good um you know good luck to you and just do you remember to enjoy it you know? it's a great video though if you're sort of like a bit of background into the race and have a bit of look at the trail and have a perspective yeah. from your point of view or what it looks like it's pretty cool to know what what you got you got yourself in for anyway mm. and steve's great drone yeah. footage there it gives you an idea of that hill you really do oh, get yeah. to see oh, it. Yeah, just yeah, to, coming up on and on yeah. and on you can see me walking in parts and uh, oh man i spent bloody about half an hour zooming up and down that road trying to find, drone, trying to find you worried that we were <laughs> going to miss you and stuff. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool. I wonder, um, I wonder what Paul's going to come out of this. I think going back months, a few months ago, he put it up, I think it was back at the GC 50 or just before that. He said, I'm going to do an ultra 50 or 80 K. And he put a poll on, um, it was decided by an Instagram poll. I think what he was Does doing. He run, is that the furthest he's ever done in one sitting? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I think he, he was yeah. decided by an Instagram poll. He said, um, for my first ultra, because um, I think he's done the road. He's done a, I'm not sure if he'd done the relay, like the 225s at GC50 or whether he's done the 50 solo there. I think it was just the relay of Jess Willis. Right. But um, No, he, d- he did do the 50 um, just recently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he goes his first trail ultra, yeah. 50 or 80K, and he put a poll out there. I think everyone picked 80, so he got stuck with the 80 because he – Obviously went with what everyone was voting, so I wonder whether it would have been a different story doing the fifty. Um, he trained. Yeah, I, I had a chat with him on Instagram a while back. He was asking them whether you were doing it or not. If I was doing it this year, and I said no, I don't think we're none of us are doing it. And he goes, "What?" Yeah. He asked me what the conditions were like, and it was like I think he'd done like forty, 
something Ks, 47 Ks on, on one of the days. His training runs out on the waterfront, backwards and forwards and up towards Redcliffe and back along. And he did park run to finish. And I said pretty much, because we done that run on the Sunday, and I said pretty much the weather was like this. I remember it was just humid and hot early. Um, and he says, oh, good to know. And he said, is Dan Bunin doing it again? <laughs> and I said, oh, nah. Actually, I've been, chatting with, I've been chatting with Dan, and he's seen – actually, I missed him because he was meant to see a foot surgeon this week. He's got oh, a hill spur. A hill oh, spur. No. And he has real trouble walking. So I said, oh, yeah. maybe he might have to have that operated on, but he's saying – he might be able to see if he can get away with some injections, but if they caught us only injected, all they're doing is masking them. Mm. They're real mm. problems. So um, I'll uh, I'll flick him a message and just see what I forgot. To, I forgot to do that. I will. I'll make a note. We'll give him a give him a okay. shout. But yeah, yeah. he's not okay. doing the Brisbane Trail Marathon either. So no, nah. uh, nah, he's just know. cycling at the moment to keep fit. I think trying to not to lose any fitness. So. Yeah, he did a run today, but yeah, he said he struggled with his stomach issues today. So, but um, yeah, do you reckon Paul? What will he take out of this? He was he's not one to give up. He'll go again, I reckon. Yeah, he'll I reckon he'll approach he'll it an, differently. He'll have another go. Yeah, I definitely event, think so. Or... Yeah, have we had Andy on the the pod. No, nah, we sh- definitely should get we'll him get on. Get Andy on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that'd be um. Yeah, that's cool. great. Um, just quickly, I must mention it. <laughs> This weekend, you'll probably talk about it later in your week, Steve-O, but you got bit by a dog at Parkrun. Yeah. And then I just seen on Strava before, Chris Woolahan got yeah. bit by a dog running at, at um, Bunyaville. Yeah. His is a pretty bad bite. Like he's yeah, had to go like, get a on the Achilles, tetanus man. shot. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, what, do you, what do you do in that instance? So if you with the dog off the lead, obviously. You yeah. Be and he was running and it was like a lady owner and she goes, oh, he's harmless. Yeah, and then, the, and then it circled around him and fucking attacked him. He he said oh. that was his fastest out and back on that sort of hilly trail run. He he does the the boundary near where your mum and dad live, Nate. And he does the back boundary oh, yeah. and goes all the way around the back, yeah, all the yeah, way yeah. back around to Collins Road. And then he turns around and goes back and does it back the other way. He did it at like four forty seven pace or something like twenty four k's. <laughs> he, he said, said I would have the- stopped and give the lady a gobful, but I didn't want to wreck my average pace. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it opened him up. There's like actual bite marks and it was bleeding. Mate, it would have been so a good front snap kick to the fucking jaw, right? Got, yeah. got him from behind. Like, yeah. So like yeah, circled probably around like, him. Kind of, probably a healer, was it? Blue healer? Bulldog. Oh, bulldog. Bulldog. Yeah. 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 Like chasing balls. They're meant to be chasing balls. You can't breed it out of them. They just think, oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Whack. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good crack at that. He said that's his first time under five-minute pace, and he got it like 4.47. So he must have just given it all out go, and that's probably why he didn't stop either because he, he was on a flyer. On a roll. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fast, though. I have to say, though, since I've been doing those – I've done the two, um, but since I did those, those two runs uh, out at Sandgate, I realized that I can run – you know, I was always doing six minutes a K, but I can run between five and six minutes a K. My heart rate sits about the same. So yep. I need to be running faster. So the run I went Friday evening out around the trail, I think I averaged 535. It was fairly sort of hilly te- uh, 11K trail run. Yep. Um, and I thought, oh, you know, I just need to keep on keep on the gas a bit more. And I was quite surprised that, you know, like it's, I, can see, I was sitting at like 150, 153 or something, whatever, doing 535 on the trails and um yeah you just keep you know like have a bit of belief in yourself as well that you can run a little bit faster and just sort of like give you yeah. a bit of confidence yeah yeah that was yeah. a good run actually 
Move Sometimes you've got to get up on your toes a bit, eh, and just yeah. put the foot down. Not excessively, but just to get moving. And then once you get rolling, usually you're you all just good. Get, you just sit and just sit on it. You can sit on that pace pretty pretty good. I was quite pleased with myself that I could do the 505 last week, 508 a K for 20 or 24K. I was yeah. pretty, pretty pleased um, with that. So. Mate, and when now once it starts cooling down, those yeah. long runs, I reckon you'll find that if you do a couple of marathon pace, um, you know, parts of the run at marathon pace, you'll probably yeah, be surprised minutes. how quick you can actually go. Because I was thinking, yeah. you know, about, I'll, I'll average five minutes a K for Gold Coast, which will get me in at um, what three thirty. Yeah, I went at four forty-five. That would get me at four forty-five. That would get me three twenty. That was the original aim, but I'll just see how I go. But I think Brisbane Trail Marathon, I reckon I could get – I did five hours 50 last year. I reckon I might – if I can hit – if seven minutes a K would bring me in at like five hours for the – I know it's off-road and there's a fair bit of climbing, but I reckon if I could do seven minutes a K, I could get in and get in about five hours. So Because it won't be anywhere near as muddy as it was like in our last year. That yeah. was terrible. We got um, smashed with a heap of rain. We got yeah. smashed with a heap of rain prior We to had the events. flood and then we had that rain again and they and pushed rain, it back a rain. week, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. But I reckon I'll, I'll still take my poles because they were really they really help. Yeah. But, um, How much do those things weigh? The, weigh whole, the pair weighs 300, 300 grams. That's really? less than one shoe. Yeah, there you go. So I might as well just take them and, you know, like oh, especially towards the end of a race, like, you know, they really help powering mm. up shave your legs yeah so um yeah i think i might be able to give it a just sit on the sit on a decent pace i'll be able to maintain it um yeah nice. walk those big hills and just fucking run everything else yeah boys have you watched that um zane robertson interview that i sent through to the group yeah I, I can't uh, wait to watch it oh man it's like i've we tell everyone it. what has happened well yeah zane robertson is a He's a New Zealand marathon runner. He's run, you know, at the elite level for a long time now. Um, lives in Kenya, married a Kenyan um, lady. Lives in Itan, I think. You know, the proper um, where all the where all the runners live. Yeah. And um, he tested positive for EPO. And there's a really good. I'll put the link to it in the um, show notes of the podcast to so check it out. But there's a really good interview where he, he chats to a like a. a a Kiwi YouTuber and he basically, he doesn't hold back. He's just really honest. It's like raw, honest. It's just an eye opening interview because you like, he just explained why he did it. And man, I come out of it with like, you can't help but feel sorry for him. You know, you, you sort of, you realize why they're doing it and it's just everyone's on it. And you sort of feel like you've got to do it to be able to compete with the rest of them. You know, it's, it's sad, but, but are, it's, they, are they all on it? This is the thing. It's like, it, well, he you know, sort of says, you know, I can't name names and I can't really say much because I live here and I'll end up getting killed. But basically <laughs> everyone's on it, you know, and, I suppose as well, at the end of the day, if someone goes is born and lives at altitude, you're born at altitude and you've always lived at altitude, you're at a great advantage anyway. And then because you train and live at altitude, your hematocrit level could be up near the, I think this 50, is it 50 or 54 is the cutoff. If you're above that, then they say you, you're taking something because you naturally you can't get any higher than that. So say you're that and you go, well, I live at sea level. 
I'm going to take EPO. That's going to put me up to 50, which is about what you are anyway. So really it's an equal playing field, but I suppose they've artificially done it. But, you know, there's, there's, um, they obviously, there's a way of, they can, they can actually find out if you've taken, you know, real, uh, you know, synthetic, synthetic EPO. EPO. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but it's still, still, I suppose, yeah, that's cheating. For, what, for everyone that doesn't know, what does it actually do? What, what's the, it, what are you doing? Yeah, it makes you produce more red blood cells. Yeah. So, so obviously, the increasing... more red blood cells you've got, you can carry more oxygen. Oxygen and, and you recover and quicker. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It's the same like blood doping, you know. They're less muscle fatigue. fatigue and that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the, what's the ban like for that guy? Oh, what, mate. He got years. four years, right? But yeah. he lied about... Um, he tampered with results. Nah, he, he said that he was sick and he had an injection by a doctor. He said he had COVID and a doctor gave him an injection and then it, um, he reckons that's where he got it from. But he said, he says in the interview, look, I was going to get a four year ban. He said four years, my career's over. So he said four years and eight years means no difference. My career's done. So he yeah. said it, that, that excuse was literally just to try and get out of it. Yeah. And uh, he said, I didn't think I would get out of it, but it was just like, you know, I just thought I'd have a shot and he said it was stupidity, but now he said, I think they said he would be 41 when the ban is lifted. So he was sort of saying, Oh, you know, it's over. Like, I don't know. He's basically saying he's suicidal. He doesn't know what he's going to do for a living. Doesn't know what he's going to do for, um, he can't coach or anything, can he? No, nah, can't do anything. Doesn't he just, he's the guy was sort of like, well, where do you see yourself when the ban is lifted? And he said like, just doing having nothing to do with this sport. Like really? Just <laughs> yeah. He said he's just over it, you know. Over. Yeah. Basically wow. said during when COVID happened, all of the prize money from all the races went. There was no races. So you've gone from sort of like making a living to yeah. not having any money. And the uh, the prize money was good, but was for only, you know, the really faster guys. So it was kind of like his last sort of crack at trying to win some money really and i guess that's everyone's motivation at that level to to cheat is to try and compete with the best yeah it's like yeah. and you i know it's cheating and it and it deserves to be banned but you can't have a listen the the yeah. human the like you know the humane side of you here's what he's got to say and you feel for him you know you can how did he get caught do we know man he got caught in sydney he was pacemaking he had to do a pacemaking job in Sydney for the marathon. Yeah. And um, he tested and got the positive result, I think, in Sydney. Was it because his somatocrit was too high or was it actually because they actually picked up the EPO? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. They just, I think they detected the high levels of EPO and then when they do the extra check or something, it shows that it's synthetic. Yeah. Uh, okay. And um, yeah, he said, I completely stuffed up the pacemaking job that I was there to do because I just didn't sleep all night. Cause I was obviously in a, uh, in a real mess and yeah, man, like you just, it's pretty wild. Like definitely check it out. It's um, apparently he's been on um, Brad Beer's physical performance podcast too, but that's only just come out. So I'm going to have a listen to that tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah, man, you just, yeah. feel. And if you go on to like Facebook and Instagram, he's been replying to comments and stuff on like social media posts and arguing with people and, 
<laughs> pretty pretty full on, eh? Yeah, he's in the firing line now because he's obviously taking a chance and it didn't work out. So I think there's a lot of people def- defending his brother because people are saying, Oh, you and your brother are on it. And he's like, No, it's just me. Yeah. It was just me, not you know. He basically yeah. said that his wife brought it home and it sat in Where the from? house for like nearly six months or something. Did she get it for where did she get it from then? Just from one of the training, you know, one of the runners, I think. Yeah. And they and were like, I'm an you, Yeah. You know, like you don't even know if you got a real, you know, like good stuff or it is, you know, like traceable. Um, because like cancer patients get it. So it like the cancer patients would have it at home in their fridge. And I suppose if, if they wanted to sell it to someone, there's no reason why they wouldn't think oh, I can make yeah. some money out of this if they don't need it anymore. Hmm. They reckon it's just rife in Kenya. It's so easy to get. You go to your local doctor and you can just prescribe it for you and or it's all under the table, you know, you just pay them and pretty sad, yeah. eh? And it's at the end of the day, it's got a, it's coming from a properly made lab. So it's like yeah, yeah, there must be people selling it out of the lab or like you know, a, a buddy um a truckload goes missing somewhere. You know, it's like yeah, ends up on the streets. Yeah, yeah, bought and sold. Yeah. So how's everyone else's week been? Yeah, pretty good. Who wants to go first? Oh, you can. Who's yeah, got the most? Awesome. You got a funny story with your run, so you go. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Monday I ran. My parents went to England, so I usually teach the Thai boxing on a Monday night, but I I didn't go. I went running with my dad. Did ten k. And then they flew to uh, the UK in the morning, and man, that was and that was a good run. But my heart rate was so hot; like my heart rate was sky high the whole way around. Like, and we were only jogging and just chatting. Just goes mm. to show the heat just does crazy things to the body. And then um, I think I just I had several like easy runs. I end up taking the uh, the Thai boxing class on the Wednesday night. And then on the Thursday, I went to DFO on the way home, see if they had any of those, um, those Alpha Fly version two, or you know what, what's the ones that you've got, Nate? The, Alpha, yeah. two, Alpha Fly twos, yeah. Yeah, you had a look. They didn't have any, didn't have anything. But I managed to score a pair of Invincibles for seventy five bucks. Nice. So when I got home, took them for a run, run about ten k. What color you got in home? Uh, like multi-color sort of blue and yellow and yeah, pretty nice worth? looking shoes. What are they worth full price? Has to be like two fifty or something like that. Like wow, pretty, yeah. pretty expensive shoes. So to get them for seventy five, I was like, oh man, bargain, bargain. Um, but like we were talking off air, Steve, saying like how hot it's been. Like oh. I've missed, I've missed loads of running these last couple of weeks because I'm working outside all day in the heat, and then by the time I get home, I've I'm just yeah. cooked. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so I got that run done on Thursday night. Then Friday I was um prepping a slab, pouring it, pouring some concrete at home. So I didn't run on Friday. Saturday morning, did park run, had the snake incident with, with Ben Merlin. I think we yeah. ran about nineteen or eight eighteen something. Yeah, like, low nineteens, yeah. Yes, yeah. I we were just like sort of running around about sort of eighty percent chatting away. And then got home, poured a concrete slab solo. Took me a few hours, and then you know finishing it off. Absolutely knackered by the end of the day. And then this morning was the uh, long run, 
at Decker Park, a usual spot with the usual crew. I end up getting there about, I think I got there at about nine past five and they'd already gone. And I yeah. saw um, Andrew and one of the other lads and I said, "How? when did they leave? They said, oh, about five minutes ago. So I took off and my back was just so stiff from being bent over all day, <laughs> screeding and troweling. And then, um, so I like just gave it everything I could to try and catch him. And I first K was a bit slow or, you know, it was about four 30, four 40. And then oh, it was like four 15. Yeah. But I got slow compared to the next few Ks. Yeah. And then I was like sort of close to four minute K sub fours. And then I just, I, I, I figured that I was going to be running on my own cause I just couldn't see him anywhere. And then I'm, as I'm sort of like approaching where the boat ramp is at uh, Pelican Park, I'd just seen them in the distance running through the park. I was like, oh, yes. So then I caught them and uh, then we did we did 10K. So I caught them. We did a couple of Ks of like 5, 10 pace or something. And then we did 10K at 4.40 pace. And then by the time we got to the pier and turned around, um, me, Anthony, and Michael Holmes did like a bit of an effort to get back. So we did 4K back to the car, like all around four-minute Ks. Yeah. And that worked out to be 24K. That's the normal 24K loop that we do. Yeah. And just a great way to um to finish a run. And, man, I felt really good, really strong. How do um, you feel now? All good. Right. I had about an hour sleep. <laughs> and I was just so tired. And once I woke up from that, I was like feeling he Feeling nearly had a good. he nearly had a stack, man. He was telling me he was telling me oh, off air. Yeah, yeah. He's run, he looked down at his watch and he saw he was running at like three fifty something pace, and it was it was three fifty eight or something, one of those third fourth Ks that you done. And then because of the angle, he's trying to pick it up in the light. He stood up again and he got a dizzy spell and he just went whoa. Mate, just really... it, it, it was a bit. Out, it was probably the second K. So like, I knew Andrew and his mate were behind me coming through, right? So as I was about halfway across the bridge, I checked my watch. It must have been the angle I was looking at because it was so dark, trying to get my watch to light up. And I was sort of just I was trying to estimate how long I had to go before I might catch them. And then when I, like, put my head up straight, it was like I'd just been, like, belted. Like, my head just did somersaults. And I, like, I quickly whipped my hat off because I thought I was going to, like, fall over. And um, by a cyclist. My first thought was if I collapse, at least Andrew and that will find me. <laughs> so, but that only lasted for about 20 seconds and then I come good and then I end up like, you know, cracking the whip and pushing on again. But man, I, yeah, it must have been the angle I have my head on or just going from sitting in the car to just basically sprinting. Yeah, it was a bit of a shock to the system. But um, yeah. it was pretty, pretty funny. I thought I was going to be laying on the floor for a second. It's funny, as man, your graph, your pace graph looks totally different to everyone else's, but you still do the same distance in the same time, like finish the same time. Yeah. And I think it was, I think Glenn sent me the link. He said it was um an hour easy, 10K at 4.40, 3K easy, then 3K at 4.30, was it, at the end? Yeah, yeah. That's and you go back and look did, at yeah. yours, you, yours looks like you've done the same at the end, of, at the start. So you look like you've done two, <laughs> two of the harder the harder harder efforts at the really? end you guys end up having <laughs> yeah. a bit of a race yours looks exactly the same like a mirror image from the middle on either side but yeah you were flying hey mate we got to like 
I think we stopped with about 500 to go on of the like four minute efforts and um, we slowed down to four minutes 50. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. literally felt like you're walking. And I said to the boys, like, how slow does this feel? Because you've just yeah. been hammering it. Um, but, mate, we we just kind of made it. Like Anthony said, does anyone want to have a bit of an effort on the way back? And I said, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Let's let's yeah. go. And then uh, Michael Holmes jumped in and said, yeah, I think I'll join you. And I said, what about sort of like 4.15, like marathon-ish pace? But yeah, yeah, we do that. And then, of course, we end up going way quicker. But Michael had like a he, me and uh, Anthony had Nike tempos on and I had alpha flies on, but Michael Holmes had big, heavy shitters on, <laughs> you know, like they weren't super shoes. And he was about halfway through. He was like, man, I'm really regretting my shoe choice. I was like, man, good on you for running that quick in those shoes. Like bloody hell. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a real runner, isn't he? Bloody hell. Hey, he just seems quick. to put all he'll his efforts quick. in and you look at it and you just go, wow, that's quality. So You'll His track work over the last few weeks, he's been going out to nudges. So impressive. It's, um hits all the numbers just continually one after the other. So Yeah. Yeah, I didn't make the run this morning. Um, I ended up having a bit of a later night and had a sleep in for a change. I only get the one night off. So this morning I got up later and did a, a long 16 and a bit K, I think, just out along. Because I didn't start till 20 to 9, so I just went along the shaded creek path out towards your way and back along that brickworks road there you know down in the down in the creek and did a few laps around did a lap around the train station then went back across and back towards my way and a lap up towards mars and road and i thought that'll do in my head i thought it might have been closer to 18 or 19 k but it was only 16 so oh well, that'll do still a long run as such just an yeah. easy one but um end up finishing on 73 k so it's not that far off last week seven seven k's off last week's effort and if I'd done the run this morning, it would have been the same as last week. So that's where I'm at. I missed the early start, so you pay the price, I guess. But I had a couple of really good runs. My Mondays have just been doing an easy recovery run, just slow pace. I don't want any return of my injury, my hip flexor issue. So yeah. I'm just taking it more cautiously on the Monday after the long run. Um, Tuesday and Wednesday, I did two HR runs. One was 10K, just laps around the park. And that was at 5.15 pace because it's shorter. And it's flat, like it's it's just a flat run. Um, and then Wednesday afternoon, I got up after having a sleep. Uh, Emma does after school care on Wednesday, so I can get up anytime and just go before she even finishes school or whatever time. I did a, I was standing there waiting. I'm looking and it's raining outside. So I'm in my gear ready to go. And I look on the radar. There's nothing on the radar. I'm thinking it's got to stop soon. So I took off to do a loop. I was going to run down to Petrie and either go out along the park run course and then come back up the train line back my way or do something like that. Just didn't really, but it was just going to be another zone two heart rate run. And um, yeah, it actually worked out quite good. I think the rain's cooling and helps the body temperature stay low. So end up keeping the heart rate down average 127 man on that run. 14K is quite hilly. But yeah, the, I don't know where the rain come from. Well, there's nice. nothing on the radar. Yeah, there's nothing on the radar. I make it up a K into my run and just poured down for like three Ks. Weird. So yeah, I was soaked. My shoes were soaked. Everything was just soaked. So I did the, the next sort of 10K completely soaked. It didn't rain again. I just was wet. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah it's been an all right week though. It's so, been so hot, man. I just can't wait for it to cool. Yeah, Saturday at Parkrun, 
probably about 20 meters into the, the start of the, the run, a dog jumped up and latched onto my quad with its front teeth. So it just wasn't teeth into my leg. It was just a pinch like between its, you know, like, like a pinch almost, you know what I mean? So it's just grabbed me and pinched my skin and it was just holding on for about three strides. And I just remember thinking, bloody hell, there's a dog on me. And the next minute it <laughs> fell off. But um, so a had a bit of a it? chat. I had to, I had to. Jack Russell, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, like a little terrier, Jack Russell or something. It's I tiny. think everyone with dogs at Doe Park Run, you got to start at the back. Just I think so. But the, it, all, all out to the side, away from, he was just standing there at the start. Yeah. And Who and you'd way? have no idea. I don't think I've seen him before, but apparently he's, he's just a random regular. Like, obviously he comes a bit, but I haven't seen that dog before. And he ended up running 20 minutes. So he's like somewhere ahead of you, Nath, for that, whether he, he passed There was no you. one ahead of me with a dog. Well, he might have been a little bit ahead or don't know. But yeah, apparently he come in around about the 20-minute mark. That's what the, the yeah, directors told us. Because, um, yeah, one of the guys that's a run director was right next to me and he said, that dog jumped. Did that dog bite you? And I said, yeah. So he was just holding on. He goes, yeah, I was right behind you at the start. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy, eh? I don't know where that would it get is, a but... dog put down though. I have to say, if you really wanted to follow it up, like if a dog just randomly bites people, yeah. Imagine if that was imagine that was my American Staffy. You'd be having that. Someone would be having that put down. Not that he would. He don't bite anyone. But yeah. um, you know, they would say, oh, just because of the dog, the breed, you got to yeah. have it put down. So, but it's a Jack Russell. Everyone's like, mm. yeah, I kind of ruined the whole run, really. Like, oh, in my mind, I was sort of going to have a good run. But yeah, as soon as that happens, like not yeah, even five seconds into off. a run, it um in the back of my mind because I was sweating. I'm like, am I bleeding? Because I kept touching my leg, going, "Am I bleeding?" Because that you know mm. where it's grabbed me, it's obviously hurting. Yep. And I don't. I'm, I kept touching and looking at my hand, going, "Am I bleeding?" No, nah, it just must have just pinched my leg, just holding on like that. So well, Elliot, the uh, Elliot Kipchoge uh, lookalike was there. Yeah. yeah. Did you see him? Yeah, he was just beyond me, and. Um... There was a guy actually, I don't know if you saw him, he was in the, uh, I think it was like Lobster Shack singlet. Yeah. And he done look like a runner, but I tell you what, I think he did like 20 minutes or so. Like beat yeah. me, I couldn't keep, I couldn't keep up with him. It but it's like just, it's funny, it looks, a, looks, a so, uh, looks are so deceiving. And I was yeah. like, I should be catching him. He didn't even look like he was trying, but I think he was Is he, He's the guy, he keeps showing up and he's just wearing like a pair of old sneakers, eh? They look like a really old knackered yeah, pair yeah, of plastics, yeah. and yeah. he just like long shorts, and he's just not really he just plodding away. Right. And I'm yeah. like, not even in super shoes, but he just keeps momentum. He must just be dead on that same pace, and like, yeah. doesn't and they look like he's run about two thousand k's in on the shoes, and he's just yeah. running twenty minute park runs. You know, yeah. yeah, he's been there a bit. We've we've come across him a yeah, few like, times, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, so. Dead set. One time, I, I rocked up to um Queensland running the cross country. And um, it was this. It was the first time I did their like state champs, yeah. Event, and I sort of stood on the start line for the six k event, and I looked around and I thought, God, I'm the fittest guy here for sure. There's another guy who sort of didn't look very fit, you know. I think he had like sort of a bigger pair of like Asics runners on, and I, I was thinking, I was sort of looking around at the competition, thinking, Yeah, got this covered easy, and um. We took off and I went off like the clappers and this, this guy who didn't look that fit, just running with me. And I was like, oh, so I've run about, I think probably a K yeah. and I thought, man, I'm going to have to put in a real 
big surge here to try and get rid of this guy. And as I put the surge in, he just came with me. <laughs> and after about 2K, he just left me for dead, beat me by about two minutes. Yeah. And after that, I was like, man, that just goes to show you can't you can't judge a book by their cover, eh? Yeah. He's obviously a um yeah, I think I've searched him on Strava. He's like a pretty good Ironman triathlete. Yeah. Just just didn't look like a runner, you know, just bigger, bigger built. Now, race wise, yeah. you've entered the Gold Coast, Steve. Yeah. The I was man. in a uh, I was talk, talking to Steve before we started recording. I was looking at the Noosa um half price mm. and it goes up ten dollars next week but it's that doesn't go up anymore after that's 150 bucks from next week onwards you can leave it I was right like, man i can day. just i can just enter that. Is 180 the whole marathon yeah so i entered that uh, i entered the gold coast instead because i figure i can enter noosa yeah. the week of the event you don't get your number posted out or anything so there's no point rushing so i entered goldie locked in locked run army into... have you done that run army 10k yet you done locked in that or not no, um, what's the race the week after that? Um, that's the Brisbane Trail Marathon. After that, no, there's another road race after it. The week after, we were talking oh. about it this morning. I can't think of what it is, but I think I Brisbane might do Marathon. that. Is it the Brisbane Marathon? No, there's oh, uh, I think it's the Anzac Day relays. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I'd rather do that. I'll I'll still come and um maybe do some filming or something and. Get yeah, some yeah. get some content for the podcast, but yeah, I think I'd rather do the uh, have an all out effort at the relays. And you know, this year, like last year, we had a bit of a battle with the Striders team, right? With the yeah. you know, it was the podcast crew versus the Striders, and we we got done. But this year, no, no. everyone's running much better. So yeah. I think that we've probably we, it's going to be way more competitive. Uh, the next on the Tuesday, Steve is. Um, the Criterion Relay for Anzac Day. Yeah, yeah. That, that one. It's on a Tuesday. It's, so it's like the uh, week after, but week and a bit. The on the Sunday. No, no it's only two days later. Oh, shit, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that's yeah. hard. Brisbane yeah. Trail Marathon's the 30th. Uh, just looking to see what else is on. That's like black, but... Um, so, yeah, like there's nothing... Oh, yeah, it's because I'm doing that. Um, but that... Run Army is on the Sunday, the 23rd, yeah. So you've got okay. two days to recover for Criterium for the relays if we're going to do that as well. But that yeah. might stuff me. That, that might, maybe we get Fraser there. Um, I'll come and support because I've got the... Get, get, we'll get the, Fraser and maybe we'll, we'll um, grab a couple of like podcast guests, <laughs> former yeah. guests, like uh, some absolute weapons. And I'll be like, yeah, um, Peter Lewis, you're the... Um, captain of the striders but this year things might be a little different mate <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he did 42 k's today oh he's just he's training yeah. he's actually going really well for london Who's, who did uh peter, peter lewis. lewis he did the 20k oh, yeah. brisbane road runners um on off the back of 17k beforehand so he got his 37k and then he um finished with his wife after that i think um did 5k with her to finish off the 42.2 He's a bit of a magician with the numbers, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's um he's all really over good. it. He's all over all the stats and stuff like that, eh? Yeah, just to make it work out. Oh, I'm just going to do this and this, and then I'll I'll finish off with five k and and got the forty two point two k. Pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. What's everyone's um plans for the week? Anything special? 
lined up. I've got to see if I can get rid of this head cold. I've only done four, well, just shy of 42K this week. Um, so um, I've got my Ben Parks week was only like 30 something K anyway. But oh, so you're on. You've done what you've got to do. I'm, well, I'm, I'm ahead of schedule for that. But then I've got Brisbane Trail Marathon sort of in between it, sort of like messes it up a little bit. But I want to do that one. Um, I enjoy that. Can you not just make that one of the long runs in the yeah, program? I, think or is I, will. It just... I will just have an easier week because I've got the 10K on the Sunday of the run army. So I'll just do a few, do a couple of runs in the week. Maybe on the Monday, I'll do a recovery run. Wednesday, do a light 10. So then I'm ready for um, Sunday. I'll see if CJ is going um, for the Brisbane Trail Marathon as well. Um, he Actually, CJ Pearson did... Um, he had a good, not a bad run yesterday at, uh, he did the Noosa 50 as well. And he did, let me just go to, he did, uh, it's funny because last year it was 51.4, wasn't it? But this year, everyone's come in just under the 50K mark. Um, or just over like 50.02 or something. Yeah, so so depend, four, depends on the garment or whatever, yeah, what you're 49. wearing. 49.64, uh, Nick had 49.84. But mm. he did it six hours twenty six, so um, good effort. Not not too bad. Nine hundred meters of elevation, so um, yeah, not bad at all. Good on him. Well done, mate. Um, yeah, so I'll just see um, see how we go with that, and try and get up. Maybe if I can get back up to about sixty seventy k um, this week. But I just wanted to say Strava is a good equalizer, isn't it? Because you can put on Instagram you did. I won't mention any names. You did 30k in three hours, and then you go to their Instagram, your um, you go to their Strava account, and you find out that actually they were running for three hours 18, but the whole thing because of their stops and coffee breaks and everything took them three hours and 40 minutes. So your Instagram three hour run of uh 30k didn't actually wasn't actually that quick. Um, yeah. The elapsed time. Yeah. Get you every time, yeah. eh? That's yeah. what I love about that Sunday morning run. Literally, elapsed time is like about a minute or two, just for drinks and whatever. Because you just stop for a quick drink and then back bang go, and it's not yeah. like oh, let's sit down and have a chat for five minutes and a and a twenty five k run, yeah. which you think takes you two hours is taking you. Mate, this morning minutes. we didn't stop for a drink until sixteen k. Yeah, because uh, Kim was like leading the the like train and he said no nah, we don't want to stop when we're doing the effort you know yes. you'd stop just a normal easy run because they were doing those like kind of tempo sections yeah they didn't want to stop i can understand and, that and I, I like to i like to look at my uh striver and go right okay what was my heart rate what was my pace like look at, i mean and then look at your elevation but you try you gotta you gotta minimize your time of actually stopping you know like if um i know you might stop put your watch on pause you stop for a pee um or whatever else but really if you're in a race like yeah. your time you finish is the time whether you uh you know stopping having a drink changing your shoes doing that you know changing your socks like that still adds up but people would say oh no like you know look if you don't race you mm -hmm. can just go oh yeah i can do this I could do a marathon in three hours, yeah, but in reality, you wouldn't because you'd be. Mm. At some stage, you got to do race conditions, and you're not pausing during races. 
yeah. so you you got to actually just run it as if you you're running. That's yeah. that's like doing like a twelve k run. You do a k warm up, ten k tempo, one k warm down. You're not going to be pausing in the ten k tempo. That's yeah. that's the whole point yeah. of the session. Yeah. So I can understand a, a warm up for a k, do some stretching or whatever, and then go go. That's where the pause should be, and at the end there's a pause at the end. But um, yeah, like Steve said, you don't stop for a drink in the middle of a a ten k block. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Was Daniel O'Hara there yesterday at part run? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no no no. His wife no. run. No, he didn't run yesterday. Because uh, I know you got a pair of uh, um, vapor flies in the week, and I was expecting to see him see how he went in his super shoes. Yeah, same. Uh, never. Um, was he there this oh, morning? Mate, I forgot about Daniel. He was super sub last year for the relays. Yeah, yeah. Lock him in for sure. <laughs> yeah. Now he's in his super shoes. It'd be fly. Yeah. yeah. And what did he run yeah. a three oh seven k? Yeah. Put him in a pair of them shoes. It'd be sub three. Yeah, he's gone from the um, Hyperion Elite. And he's got some Hyperion tempo that he's been doing all his runs in, so he's training. And he said it's just the the either the the cushioning in the elites run out, so he think he thinks they're on the back burner for the longer run. So he got himself a pair of vapor flies, and his little quote on Strava was the next percent is real. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so I think he's on board now. Hard to beat but, um, him, eh? Hard he run this morning. They did. I think his last K. He hit like three fifty pace or something on on twenty five k run. So where did he go? Where did he run this morning? He did the. They started at. I saw him this morning. Yeah, yeah. mega run. He was with. He did the fifteen k and a ten k mega run. They just had that little oh. one or two minute break before it started, and I think um, yeah, he he just stepped it up. Like last week when I ran with him, we did six k at like four forty, and then we did the last four and a half k yeah. at like um. I think it's 4.30 pace with a strong finish the last 500 metres or so. And I think today I said, he said no sprint finish this week. And he goes, yeah, well, who was I kidding? And he still put in like a hard effort trying to catch someone in front of him. It's just racing, isn't it? It doesn't matter whether it's a training block or whatever. You're still racing. Like you guys were all flying this morning, Steve. So yeah. it is what it is. Mate, that mega run was the biggest I've ever seen it this morning. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know how many people. There must have been 40 people there doing it. Yeah. Yeah, good crew. It's huge. Yeah. Eh? I reckon in winter, their numbers will pick up even more. I think so. It's only word of mouth. I don't know. I don't really see it advertised. The Brisbane ones get advertised and the Melbourne one as such. But Instagram, I've seen it. Yeah, but the Brighton one's sort of not really sort of, um, I think it's still relatively new anyway. But once it, yeah, once it cools off, I think more people will I show up. I think it's compulsory for guys to run without their top on. Yeah. Like CrossFit. <laughs> who's the big fella that you run with steve who who had his top off um i i just forgotten his name apologies for forgetting your name mate um me yeah you run with him he did mega run with you one week he's like a big sort of guy tri- does triathlons oh, yeah they um that's rory morgan rory they, that's it rory rory mate, and he, Taz. He, he, yeah. him and another guy this morning yeah would have been at least two minutes in front of the other pack, like yeah. they were flying. I'd, I'd be interesting to see what he ran this morning for ten k. He might have mistaken. He wasn't there today. They were out um at Gundawindi. Him and Taz did the hell of a West triathlon. Oh, yeah, that? it was like 80K. a big sort of blonde haired guy with big cycling sunnies on. Yeah, no shirt on, similar yeah, yeah. build. That was the fellow that did the David Goggins run last week, I think. Yeah, he's oh, like okay. a big taller fella. Oh, he's yeah. dark head. That blonde head guy was short but solid. Like yeah, it definitely boy. wasn't there. They were out of Gundawindi doing a triathlon. Yeah. So, 
Mm. He smashed it. He did like um, I think the swim was like one fifty something a, a hundred meter. He did like a nineteen k swim, eighty k ride, and the twenty k run. He did it at five minute pace after all that. So that's pretty good. One point nine k swim. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. It's so, a nineteen k yeah. swim. I was thinking, shit. Yeah, but his his average on the bike was like thirty six k's an hour. <laughs> Yeah, oh, so he, he was out there competing the likes of Jake Townsend and the whoever else, man, yeah. those sort of guys. I know their average on the bike was much the same, but I think Jake slaughtered it in the run. He's like oh, 414 man. average or something, over 20Ks. He did his first, so coming off the bike, he jumped onto the run and his first like three or four Ks were all sub four minute Ks. Yeah. And he had a little bit of a fade at sort of like a 15K mark, I'm guessing because of fatigue. But yeah, he still picked it up and finished like 4.15s and 4, 4.10s at the back end of a 20K run after all that. Mate, so. he did, the, one of the triathlons he did recently, the run was 5K. Yeah. And he ran, I think, 16 something. Yeah. yeah. For the that's run fine. leg after yeah. the swim and the bike. Like that's and just he, insane. And he did, I think he did a 21 minute um yeah 6k or something or 7k or something like that 21 yes. minutes 6k yeah. he's fine and, he, and he's hardly been running because he's been injured so he's been yeah. cycling for the actual yeah. running training yeah he's heaps of swimming yeah i think it's really good when you mix it up because i remember when i did that um raby bay like sprint and the run was 5k and i did the 5k after you know the swim and the bike in like 22 minutes so yeah. Like that was pretty good like going 15 yeah. years ago. But so, like, it shows you that, like, bit of fitness as well, being a bit younger. Um, yeah. Yeah. That definitely um, makes a difference. We've got a couple of cool events to look forward to in the next few weeks. So, that, um, yep. the Dead Cow Gully in two weekends. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. It's an interesting one, that one, eh? I it's going to be a cracker, isn't it? It's going to go. Yeah. It is. If you plan for each uh, in each, like, the men's and the women's, it would be, uh, yeah. What have we got in the men's? We got cameraman. Oh, um, he done a good run the other day. It was like big, big he run. Is smashing the, it. The guy yeah. who won it last time is um the English guy. Yeah. He he's in it. Yeah, yeah, hold on. And then oh, you've Barry Loveday, that's his name. That's Barry Loveday. Then you've got the um like if the, is there any other sort of like um wild card entries for the men's? You uh, got uh Johan Botha. He's got a good chance. Mick Freeman, Reese Williams. Don't forget Sam no. Gardner, man. He's going to be in there. Sam Gardner could be the dark horse. He's still yeah. flogging 200K weeks, man. I think Sunday did a, a marathon. He backed it up with a half marathon effort. The Monday, Tuesday, it was a treadmill 25K or something. He's still like... Bill Gore won't be running, but oh, I don't think he is. But he just won uh, Purdy's Backyard. Ultra, which is in West Australia. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. probably considered Australia's best backyard ultra runner. That's so, the one Nicole mentioned last week. Yeah, on it. yeah. yeah. And um, obviously, like in the women, there's a, there's a fair few. <laughs> no, who won the uh, fifty at Dust Till Dawn? He's a really good ultra runner. I think he's oh. in it. I'm sure I heard Nicole mention his name last week. Yeah, I his name. he was the lad running around in like the green shorts, like yeah. right top. I'm just chatting away the whole time. Yeah. Like, so he's like a re- he was a really good runner when he was younger. Apparently, Moved there's a lot of the ultra stuff as he's got. There's on. a lot of five k runs going on around the world, man. That seems to have really got the uh, sort of everyone's attention. There was um, who's the guy? Um, Yomif Kudelcha. He yeah. missed the world record 
5k must be a road 5k um by one second you got 1250 wow oh, oh. yeah 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 That's the 5k it. was it yeah yeah, Chapter, yeah, yeah. Chapter guy's got the world record, hasn't he? Yeah, he missed and it then, by a second. Um, yeah. Sam Atkin got the uh, men's British record for 5K, uh, 13 16. That's fine. So, yeah, that's extremely fast. Eh? Um, I think that was what all... shoes were they? Oh, what we shoes were they wearing, Nate? I don't know. The most important um, question. The European record was beaten by Jimmy Cressier. French guy, he got uh 13-12. Um, what is he in? He's in Nikes, they look like green vapor flies. Um, yeah. the British record. Oh, actually, what's I know quite a lot of those English runners are sponsored by Adidas, so they're probably wearing your shoes. He looks like he's in, in Adidas, yeah, yeah. And I've seen the picture at the end of it, similar to yours, but oh, yeah. not the same color scheme, yeah. yeah. And I don't know what. The um, what Sam Atkin was wearing doesn't uh, well, he's got a Puma t shirt on, so maybe yeah. Puma. Puma. Yeah, was that those shoes you reckon you mentioned yesterday? <laughs> they go, they got a super shoe now because it says it has carbon. No, Under Armour have just launched Under their Armour, super shoe. Well, they've got a carbon plate in it, so they're calling it a super shoe, but it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, uh, I'll just follow this uh, runner on Insta that uh, was at the launch. Of their super shoes, so yeah, well, they had they had all the in the all the famous YouTubers and that there. They had Ben is running. That's Ben Felton. Yeah, uh, Matt Reese, the Welsh runner. There's a few of them there. So, I was thinking about this morning on the long run. I was thinking that now all the brands have really kind of caught up. Yeah, like, you know they've every brand major brand has got a really good super shoe. You know you could debate which one's the best, but they're all going to help majorly yeah if you've been used to just wearing old like clogs the question is does that airpod in the alpha give you significant advantage though compared to just phone and i wonder if it is um it does for me i've got to be honest (laughs) i just i can feel the pop in that compared to the adidas the adios um Right. I haven't tried the Adidas. I did have a look when I was at DFO, but they were all gone. There's none yeah, by the time yeah. I got there. One thing yeah, I've noticed. Nice. I love the foam in them. One thing I've noticed with all these shoe companies bringing these super shoes as such out, they're all basically copied each other's pricing for the full price, eh? $379. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah. 379 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you can Just get one cheap, you got to wait. Yeah. Hey, going right. back to yesterday, um, cameraman, <laughs> he, he, he did a 43K run and at 5.32 a kilometre trail road and there's hills, trails and road. Um, I screenshotted it and sent it to Nicole Jukes as she was on the show last week. And she, touche to her, <laughs> she wrote back, that's a very good run, eh? And she goes, shame I'm going to beat him. <laughs> Dead cow gully. <laughs> so that's a good attitude, eh? Well, so man, it's just a different event, isn't it? That's what makes it so interesting because I was thinking, I was thinking. I was thinking this morning when I was running, I'm going, going into that weekend, knowing that you're going to be awake for days and days, it's got to play with your head a bit, eh? Because going into that week, like we all stress about going to bed for a long run in the morning. Yeah. Imagine going to bed for a, a long three days or something. That's just crazy. And I'd be having yeah. a few days off work and trying to like just just sleep as much as I could. Yeah. Make sure you got plenty in reserve. 
it'd be pretty cool to know what their sort of race plans are and then see whose race plan works out the best. Like whether you do a quicker lap every now and then so you can have a little cat nap, you know what I mean? Or whether the see, body has got enough. The quickest runner doesn't doesn't always, isn't going to win. But that, no, no. Guaranteed to win. It's just the person who can be bothered to get back out of their seat, doesn't get injured, is still motivated to, and has the ability to be able to, to do it. Like it's not yeah. for everyone. You know, like it's like who can make who can become a Navy SEAL and stay awake for literally 130 hours without sleeping. Mm. Um, but Nicole, Nicole did say that if she can get a little five second nap, she does. She just has a and just sits down and has a nap. nap. Like literally two minutes can really make a difference. I wonder how they, if you actually needed one, whether you could do a faster lap every four hours or something. Every four hours, the fourth go, do a fast lap so you get yourself a chance to have something to eat and sit down for 10 or 12 minutes and have that 10 or 12 minute nap. You know what I mean? Well, if you do seven minutes a K, it's going to get you like just under 49 minutes. And then yeah. you've got about 11 minutes to, you know, do everything else, just quickly have a sit down, rub your legs, uh, mm. get some it's not long. Socks. That's not very it's not long. long at all, but it's still better than go and shit, get within 58 minutes and literally you got to just go back to the start line again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should be um, cool to see how that weekend goes anyway. But I think, yeah, look, I mean, um, I think we're guaranteed that those boys are going to go for 40, 50, 60, maybe even 70 hours. Yeah. Once yeah. give up first. So, um, yeah, I don't think the women will be anywhere near them. Yeah. Well, she was saying that the way everyone's running, the women's and the men's, records will fall out there easily so she holds yeah. the record for the female she's pretty sure it's going to be broken whether it be her like or whoever 30 laps in it she's yeah got. 30 yeah so um yeah. i think the temperature yeah. is dropping for that weekend too so that is going to help yeah. them out massively yeah. it's not yeah. so much the night time is it it's in the daytime Mm. It's the sun and all that shit, and you're gonna get hot, dehydrated, and you got to make sure you're drinking. Then you got to actually run with water to drink while you're running as well, because you don't really. A lot of them don't run, always run with a lot of water, do they? You know, so. But uh, mm. yeah, that's all right. Anything else? Be good. Now, I suppose you're heading to bed now, Steve. Uh, I'd have dinner and have a bit of a relax for a bit, but other than that, not much else happening. I'm tempted to go for a run, but I think I just let me get this cold let go. And, uh, I wouldn't bother. You've done more than what's on your plan anyway. Yeah. yeah. Still pretty good. I thought I was getting over it. And then uh, I ran yesterday, Friday and yesterday. I thought, oh, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm good. And then not today. I just feel like crap again. So get some mm. vitamin C into you. Yeah, I'm getting the old zinc, vitamin D. Got those cold and flu tablets have got something in them, like phenylephrine or whatever. That really work sorts you out. And uh, Barocca. Definitely keep you awake, that shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, lads. All right. Have a good week. We will yep. catch us all next week. Yeah. Good luck That's to it. everyone racing. At whatever wherever you're racing. Good luck. Yep. And if you're not doing anything next Sunday, come down to Sutton's Beach for a 10k time trial with the with the Morton Bay Roadrunners. That's it. Good. All right. See you then. See you, boys.
Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes, and I'll find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb. My imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitating my mind. Wish you find in time, I will find they will shine when they only shine. You can put a time on mine. Show me these purple elephants, a twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of flowers in my mind. Stop rewind. Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal messages can't breathe. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. Sometimes our minds play these tricks on us. Sometimes we find that our minds they climb higher than they should climb. Up. Our imagination contemplating, hesitating on exploiting my mind. We should find in time our minds they will shine with the longer shine. You can put the time on mine. Show me these purple. A twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of flowers in my mind. Stop rewind. Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploiting my mind, 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 mind.